different voice. I know this is Kayla Wells. I am Aaron's podcast manager and editor and producer and hashtag all the things podcasts. Aaron's out this week, so I am filling in to help her with the intros and outros. And I'm super excited about this episode. Um, she's speaking with Casey Rossi. Casey has been an entrepreneur for over 30 years and is now helping other women find their place and their purpose in their businesses. Today, they're talking all about self-leadership, which is an amazing topic, of course. But before we get into it, as Aaron likes to say, gotta pay some bills. So let's talk about Medevolve. Medevolve can give you insights into your practice's financial performance and outcomes like never before. Get answers to important revenue questions such as, where am I losing money and why? What is the value of my AR? When will I get paid? How many claims have not been worked? When you start to think about the level of transparency you have into how your AR is being worked, that's directly proportional to your net revenue and keeping a healthy balance sheet. The right analytics solution will tell a story that's easy to understand. Medevolve Power Analytics gives you the answers that allow you to take action. Start making healthcare business decisions based on data. Learn how we're helping physician practices reduce their cost to collect and increase efficiency with data-driven technology. To have this great company help you work smarter, reduce your cost, and collect and get paid on time, find them at drpodcastnetwork.com backslash Medevolve. Also, the link will be in the show notes. All right, let's get to it. Welcome to the podcast, my friend and colleague, Casey Rossi. It is great to have you here with me today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here with you, Erin. All right. Tell all the people out in podcasting world a little bit about yourself and what the kind of magic you put out into the world. Awesome. Thank you. So I'm a business and leadership coach. I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years, and I absolutely love helping female entrepreneurs create and scale a profitable and soul aligned business. So that's what I'm all about, spreading good vibes, tuning in and sharing it with the world. Yeah. And when did you start doing this? I started 30 years ago. My bestie and I created 10 different business endeavors in a four-year period. Wow. And our 10th one, yeah, it was insane. I mean, it was definitely the power of perseverance. And uh, we did everything from photographic jewelry all the way to wildlife oil paintings. Our 10th venture was creating chocolate-covered pretzels, which took the world by storm. And we did that for 17 years and marketed to upscale gift and gourmet. So you never know where life there is going to lead uh, you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. When I get down in the dumps, I always remember the guy who patented the pool noodle. He makes a couple mil a year now. And I'm like, see, see, it's there. It's there. Absolutely. My mother loves her noodle. <laughs> there you go. Yes. So you did chocolate pretzels with your best friend, really got to understand the entrepreneur space and all of that. And is that what transformed you into the coaching or was it something else? Yeah, great question. No, actually, I pivoted from that when we sold that endeavor in 2011. And I was 
always passionate about the power of plants, holistic modalities. I started doing aromatherapy in the early 90s. So I was running a parallel aromatherapy, small boutique and personal consultation endeavor. And so I pivoted to that and I am a forever learner. And I really ended up in kind of a course carousel and taking one certification program after another and really was like, okay, what am I going to be when I grow up? Like I've already done this chunk for two decades and now it's me, myself and I, and I'm I'm not in this dynamic business partnership. And so what am I going to do now? And what I noticed is I saw a lot of females pivoting into a passion that they wanted to do, breaking out of a a nine to five cubicle type job. And they were really great at what they did, whether it was a nutritionist or aromatherapist or wherever they were pivoting to. And they got their certification. And then it was like this big now what moment. And it was like, I have really confidence in what I do and I just want to help and heal people. But how do I translate that into a business? What is online visibility? What is digital marketing? And so that's where I really saw a gap. And I was like, how can I take my two decades of experience and be that bridge for this wonderful group of holistic healers and allow them to scale and profit in their businesses? I love that so much. I love the words course carousel. many people who do that. I I mean, it's not even course. Sometimes it's whole degrees. You know, it is It's so easy to do MDDO. And then you go for your MBA and then you do a PhD. And then yes, because we love learning so much, it is so easy to be like, well, I'll be better at the next best thing or I'll have enough experience that that imposter syndrome will quiet down. But it never does. Absolutely. It is a never ending beast that really wants to be fed until we say, you know what? I'm good enough. I'm good enough. And I know enough right now. Absolutely. And that's why I love your word today that you bring for us, which is self leadership. So tell me a little bit about why you pick this and how you're using this. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it begins with ourself and when we can take all the theory that we've learned and we put it into daily practice, we cultivate micro habits, we really kind of lean into our own discipline because no one can be doing that for us, then we can really start cultivating self-mastery. And that's where we can really make a difference and create a massive positive ripple effect The other thing is I think that many times it's very easy to want someone else's blueprint, to want to look and see what the experts are doing and saying that we should do as well. And I really want to bust through that old paradigm and just be a voice of saying, you have permission, you have everything inside of you that you need right now. The whole of the macrocosm is within you, within the microcosm, that when you lean into self-trust and self-leadership, that you get to be that trendsetter. You get to carve the way that works with you, that's in alignment with your soul, which is very, very individual. And the world opens up in a very different way when we don't feel that we have to follow someone else's rules and blueprint. You know, and that's so hard as women because we've been told for so long to get in line, to be quiet, take care of everybody else's needs, and you'll be provided for. And so to step out against that, I have so many clients who say, I just wish I could do what you do, like how you changed from clinical into the entrepreneur space. And I'm like, you can, you absolutely freaking can. 
And so I love that you're really promoting this because so many women, I, I there's just so much fear. It is. Fear is the, the biggie. Fear is the biggie. And I think that it's really cool that you have people looking at you as that inspirational leader because they will catch a spark of that enthusiasm. If she can do it, I can do it. And so it begins with that. And then it also begins with them taking action so they can see the returns, returns on their effort, even if it's small, even if it's setting a healthy boundary, or if it's speaking up in a way that they would have silenced themselves. We have to learn to celebrate those wins, stop comparing to other people, and really just try to improve our personal best moment to moment, day by day. Let's talk about the compare and despair, because I think it's, I mean, it's always been huge. Let's be honest. Like, when I was in med school and they'd put up the list of everybody and like where your rankings were. And then, you know, you always were trying to like figure out kind of where you were in the group, like, Ooh, I'm better than that guy, but not as good as her. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that and how that does not lead to flourishing. It doesn't, it really doesn't. There's always going to be somebody that is further along on their journey. They have a different skill set. The other thing too, especially with, you know, really taking in all of the social media highlight reels, we have no idea what the background story is of that individual that we're comparing ourselves to. We don't know all of the trials and tribulations that have gotten them there in their life. And they could be on chapter 20 in their story and you could be on chapter one or two. And it's unfair to yourself to compare, you know? So it, it really definitely... It doesn't promote, like you said, that thriving environment. And that's why if we just commit to improving our personal best, then we actually have a real accurate measure of data that we can go by. Am I better today than I was yesterday? You know, and how am I taking my life challenges and turning them into lessons that allow me to to be better, to grow better, to inspire more? It's definitely cultivating that growth mindset over the fixed mindset huge fan of Carol Dweck's work in regard to that. And so it's like, I'm winning or learning. There's no failure. There's no comparison. There's no imposter syndrome. How do I just continue to level up in my own space, in my own right? Absolutely. And we just got done recording for your podcast and we kind of touched on this a little bit and I want to go a little more. Is is like the culture of social media you know, so many people say, well, that's how I unwind or that's how I keep up with people or I see like pictures on what's going on with other people. What's your thought on social media? I feel that it has become normal, but it's also a sense of legal distraction, if you will. And so I'm a fan of digital minimalism and really being honest with ourselves. Do you feel expanded and excited after you've scrolled for an hour and peeked into other people's life? Or do you feel less than and contracting? And really doing that daily self audit often and then start to shift. If the answer isn't like, I feel amazing, I feel so joy-filled now that I've actually looked at someone else's trip to Bora Bora and saw that this person just cracked seven figures. Like if you're really being honest with yourself, then it's time to put in some parameters and you don't have to go extreme because we have used it as distraction, as a coping mechanism. So, you know, I'm not a fan necessarily of going cold turkey because 
that's not necessarily how we see sustained habits. But then it's like, okay, if I usually spend X number of hours on social combined and be super honest about that, because we don't realize that we're taking the phone into the bathroom with us, we're taking it here, we're taking it there, right? I mean, I just read a study that over 70% of people grab their phone within the first 15 minutes of opening their eyes. That's massive. So we're allowing this to consume us and rewire our brain. And the smarter the marketing is getting, the easier it's getting to be sucked in because they know exactly what's going to make you stay on their platform longer, engage and click to buy, which is another aspect of how we cope with things when they're difficult is to shop to soothe the pain. So I feel that if you put in those parameters, you do that honesty check, and then you start to slowly minimize your inputs, slowly minimize the time you're spending on social, really asking yourself, why am I here? What's my point? So knowing the purpose, whether you're taking in social or you're posting, why am I posting? What do I really want to get out of this? Be super mindful in that. You're going to start to see some big shifts and you're going to, I really feel you're going to start to feel better emotionally when you stop taking in everybody else's commentary, life, opinion, politics, news, and everything else. It'll start to cultivate a new sense of stillness for you. And when you lean into that stillness, you're going to want more. You're going to taste it and it's going to be like nectar versus distraction. Absolutely. So I did a Facebook detox a couple months ago where I was kind of already off. I wasn't checking it because Facebook makes me feel icky. But I, over the Christmas break, deleted the app, got rid of the things. And so my boundary now with Facebook is like I have to be on my laptop and has to be like work stuff. I'm in a, another group that like I have to post for homework assignments and stuff. But I I really feel that getting away from the dopamine kick of the like metrics and the, the all the things is huge. It's absolutely huge. And I know, at, you know, at first as an entrepreneur, I was like, how am I going to do this? And it's amazing. You can hire these like young 20 year olds to manage your social media accounts. And like, you just give them some sentences on how you would respond to things. And they just copy paste and put them in there as if they were, were you. And so, and I'm very much actually an to my business coach's dismay, I don't want to run Facebook ads. I don't want to contribute to this society of clickbait, of advertising like that. I've moved all of my stuff off of social media, like Facebook, all that sort of thing, into Slack. Because I found Slack has really good boundaries. You can set the notifications when it's going to beep, when it's not going to beep. You can silence it. There's not all the distraction and everything in there because... Again, like, I think people are seeking on social media for connection, for community, but then they walk away feeling more alone and isolated. And empty. Absolutely. Their heads are more filled and they're feeling more empty. And we really need to look at that on an individual basis. And that's where that kind of self-honesty audit comes in. I love doing in-person groups. I mean, I use Zoom. I have been using Zoom before. I, was, I should have bought the damn stock five years ago. 
I said it to my father. I just recently said that. He goes, you know, you mentioned it years ago. We should have both listened. I'm like, yes, we should have. <laughs> that and Peloton. I was one of yeah. the first people in my area to know about. Should have damn bought that one. There was another one I was telling my husband. The other day. I'm like, I'm going to listen next time when I say like <laughs> this is going to happen. But anyway, that's why I think it's so important for in-person, on-Zoom connection. And just to get rid of some of the like, you know, like the bro culture, this is how we scale a business and this is how we do it. And that's why I love what you're doing because it is soul focused. It is the woman focused. What is going to work best for you is the business that you need to build, not what some bro coach is telling you to do to scale the six figures because it's just bullshit. And mm -hmm. I love that you're preaching that message. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's I'm so passionate about it. And it's very empowering and, and it, and it works. It can work your way. And that's the cool thing, you know, and, it and it's going to be way. sustainable. Yes. You know, that's the thing. If you try to push yourself into someone else's box, you know, like we talked about before, you're going to be inching towards burnout and you're going to be unfulfilled. And the flip side of that is that it's absolutely possible to break those boundaries and cultivate your own path and do it in a way that lights you up and then you get to change. I always tell people I'm taking my ball and finding another playground. And that's what I did. And now I'm like, oh, come sit with me. Come sit with me. Like it's funner over here. And I think we get so institutionalized like this is how it has to be. But I am so glad that you're an example of no, you could make chocolate dipped pretzels, sell the company, pivot. Shit, we'll all probably pivot a couple more times before we we hit the ground. I think that's such an important thing to underscore is like, do what lights you up. And when it's not juicy anymore, give yourself permission to pivot and pivot with a purpose and keep pivoting until you feel that this is it. We change like, as you know, right, our cells are changing, our livers regenerating, everything is changing. So it's not a shameful thing if you need to pivot, lean into that Absolutely. and just trust it each and every time it comes your way. We'll talk a little bit about your podcast and where people can come learn more about you. Awesome. So I have a podcast called Women Developing Brilliance, The Spirit of Business. And it's a great opportunity to connect with other like-minded female entrepreneurs that openly share real talk about the journey, the ups, the downs, the in-betweens. We share it all. It's unedited, which is awesome because it's just about being transparent and then I also do some solo casts where I teach about marketing, manifesting, and mindset. So all the tools that we need in order to feel great and be in alignment. I also have a free gift for your listeners called the Emerging Leaders Quick Start Guide. And they can grab that at kcrossi.com slash guide. And it just goes into some deeper topics that you and I have spoken about. How do you get into alignment? How do I know what my sweet spot is? You know, those kind of deeper questions. So it's a free mini training, a great way to, to dip your toe in and to give yourself that permission to pivot and get in alignment. Awesome. Well, Casey, thanks so much for coming on Dr. Me First. I know I'm going to have to have you back so that we can do a deeper dive into all of this. I'll look forward to it. Thank you so much for having me, Erin. Every badass woman needs a tribe. 
After everything we deal with during the work week and in our home life and within ourselves, we all deserve a place to recharge, relax, and talk to people who really get us. The Burnt Out to Badass group is a place where you can show up as yourself. You'll get encouragement and coaching on your unique situation and an occasional kick in the butt to get you unstuck as well. We are beating burnout together. This is the third cohort. It's starting February 21st. And if you have been thinking about it, now is the time to act. Check the show notes for the link, get your booty signed up, and hold on because it is going to be a wild ride to move you from a place of burnout, desperation, and despair into a life and practice that you absolutely fucking love. That was such a great show with Casey Rossi. Before we end, don't forget to reach out to Medivolve. For those of us who know how hard it is to build and maintain a sustainable business, we understand that bringing the right solutions to achieve our goals is key. Go to www.drpodcastnetwork.com backslash Medivolve and get on the path to transparency, automation, and accountability in your revenue cycle. And don't forget, your life your calling, your pulse matters. <laughs>